welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that makes me Mike. Hey, Mike, how's it going? Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey. All right. Oh, man, I had a weird day, man. I got presetalized to by a stranger on Reddit. Nice. Got into another argument about a dog that had eaten edibles. And this guy said, well, at least I hope he's having a good time. And I'm like, no, he's not. That's animal abuse. And this guy went into this whole diatribe, how I couldn't read and understand his comment. And I was like, your comment can be taken multiple ways. And this guy just got worse and worse and worse. until I finally told him to chew on a scalpel. Which, (laughs) yeah, I'm telling him to self-harm. But you know what? He's an animal abuser or an advocate of animal abuse. So, yeah, I'd like to drag him from behind a fucking truck. So, you know, I'm not. Yeah, that's like one of the few times where like my humanity goes out the window because the way I look at it is you're subhuman if you abuse animals and giving your dog an edible. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it was by accident, why are you keeping that shit somewhere where they can get to it? Keep it stored safe where they can't smell it. I understand, you know, but there's little things you can latch and shut and then you keep it in a high (sighs) cupboard. Your dog won't get to it. This asshole probably left it on like their. You know their dining room table yeah well dogs smell something that smells like food they're gonna eat it this is true even stuff that doesn't smell like food like cat shit yeah they still eat it yeah 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 so this poor dog now this wasn't the guy the guy i got into an argument with wasn't the person who did it that person cowardly deleted cowardly cowardly deleted their post but you know, in Reddit, that shit sticks around. So you know, people yeah. are still commenting, and this guy's getting this whole thing. He got me so pissed off, I blocked him. I like never do that, but it was just he just pushed my buttons. I don't think every- I've ever blocked anybody on Reddit. Yeah, come to think of it, I don't think I've ever done that. But I also, you know, looking at porn and uh, and or embroidering and selling stuff. So I don't really, yeah. I don't really delve into this stuff that would get me fired up. Yeah, yeah. You know, to the point that I'd be like, well, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I spend entirely too much time on on that fucking site, unfortunately. Um, Although I think I did have the one time I asked somebody, or was that on Facebook? And I think it was on Reddit. And I was like, how do I do something with embroider? And they were like, well, why would you want to do that? And I was like, okay. My first time ever asking a question about something, and they totally shot me with it. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, fuck them. But then I, I didn't do anything else. Yeah, I wouldn't have even. I was stupid for even getting into a conversation with this person. Although the prosetalizer was fun. Uh, I ended up quoting uh, quoting stuff from the Church of Satan. <laughs> to <it>. ah. <laughs> well, I quoted him the nine satanic laws of the earth. I don't know if or the, maybe it's the 11. I can't remember. Let me I'll look it up and read it. Um, Church of Satan, uh, 11 Satanic Rules of the Earth by Antoine Sandor LeVay. One, do not give opinions or advice unless you are asked. And I bolded that one. Uh, two, <laughs> do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. Three, when in another's lair, show him respect or do not go there. If you're four, if you're a guest, if a guest in your lair annoys you, treat them cruelly and without mercy. Five, do not make sexual advances unless you are given the mating signal. 
six do not <laughs> take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and may cry out to be relieved seven acknowledge the power of magic if you've employed it successfully to obtain your desires if you deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success you will lose all that you have obtained eight do not complain about anything of which you do not need to subject yourself nine do not harm little children ten do not harm do not kill non-human animals unless you are attacked or for your food. 11, when walking in open territory, bother no one. If someone bothers you, ask them to stop. If they do not stop, destroy them. Hmm. Pretty brutal. Yeah, destroy them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, aside from a little bit of the attitude with that particular set of rules, I tend to agree with all of them. They're pretty good rules to live by. Don't harm children. Don't harm animals. You know, like, if someone fucks with you, don't put up with their bullshit. <laughs> I don't know about destroying them. Yeah, right. But uh, I mean, literally or, you know, figuratively, figuratively. somebody, both of them seem like uh, a little harsh. Yeah. 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 I guess it depends on what you I mean, if someone's attacking you and you just jab them in the throat, you know, like knock them down, <gasps> knock the wind out of them. That, that's destroying somebody. I mean, it doesn't mean you have to kick them in the ribs 20 times when they're down. <laughs> Speaking of fucked up shit I've seen on Reddit. Uh, it's a pretty toxic place if you, it is. Uh, if you let it, if you let it, uh, you know, get to you in that way. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It really is. Like, I, I don't know, like for me, all social media, I mean, I, I've been doing some, some light housekeeping in my social media areas, but uh, everything, as far as I'm concerned right now, is fucking toxic and garbage. Uh, mm. Facebook is definitely garbage. Twitter, now that it's, uh, I mean, did, did that sale go through? I have no idea, but it, yeah, yeah. I mean, Twitter, Twitter is just, it was already bad, and now what, is it going to get worse? I would imagine so. I would imagine, yeah. The only you know, thing I have I, an Instagram and stuff, but I don't ever use it. So, well, you know. Instagram is owned by Facebook. So, you know, have, you know, two, two halves of a dozen and a dozen. Couldn't have said it better or Good. worse myself. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> Butchered it perfectly. It's amazing. <laughs> And leading off this week's stories of shame and or debauchery, I have, well, I can never get it to pull up because pop-ups keep jumping in front of it. Southwest passenger arrested for masturbating four times during flight. First off, how long was this flight that he was able to crank it out four times? Well, and it was apparently a flight from Seattle to Phoenix. So I'm thinking like with no layovers or stop-offs. It doesn't that's, seem like a super a long flight. Three, maybe, hours? You think so? Most. Yeah, at the most. Probably more like two. Yeah, like I'm thinking, and four times. I mean, now, it does not specify whether he masturbated to completion, but <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, he did whip out his heart on and spank it four times. 
You know, I, I think it's funny that, that they give us the flight number. I don't, I don't understand why they included the flight number in the uh, in in the article. And so you're going to go back and archive that or look it up or something and be like, oh, Southwest flight 3814. Well, I know which one that was. That was the one where the guy masturbated four yeah. times. That's from my that's from my airplane crime blog. <laughs> so. So this dude, Antonio Sherrod McGarity, what a name also, is accused of masturbating four times in the seat next to a female passenger. So the woman decided to take photos. And then the dude fell asleep and she asked to move to another seat. So he actually got a nap in also on top of rubbing one out in a relatively short flight. Crank it out four times. You know, I'm okay with one, two, even three, but four is where I draw the line. That's just heinous public behavior yeah i gotta agree with you four times is gratuitous yeah. at this point once yeah but i can see that you know you're, you've got urges whatever you don't have any <laughs> concern for anyone else but yourself that, that's cool. the, guy, the guy gets interviewed by the fbi first off i didn't know the fbi handled airline masturbatory uh cases but apparently they do according to this article it says he didn't think the female passenger was uncomfortable with him masturbating and thought quote it was kind of kinky it was kinky all right this feels like uh, it's a level from that game what's under your blanket (laughs) available on steam ladies and gentlemen just look it up you don't have to play it but you should at least go find out what it's about it's called what's under your blanket and it's a ribald uh adventure in which you are a patron in various locations who must masturbate under a blanket without getting caught by police Mm -hmm. bears russian uh tanks and other various enemies you know the typical things you're going to run into when you're trying to rub one out in public right exactly exactly uh and then at the end you arm wrestle people have you ever had the urge to whip out your pecker and beat off in a public place. I, I can tell you that I've honestly never been that out of control. Never, never. Well, I was I've also like, like oh, I'm going to whip out my cock here. Pull it out completely. Not just not just give yourself a little rub and tug through your pants. You know, pull that thing out the whole way and sit there and stroke. Well, not only that, I've never understood this thing about guys sending girls dick pics. Like I've never in my life thought that was something that I would want to do. I guess if I were brought up in an earlier generation, I'd maybe be more like, yeah, I'm going to send this girl my dick and she's going to like it. And then we're going to fuck. But- Speaking of somebody who sent dick pics, I, uh, I can see where they have a useful uh, uh, well, effect. Yeah, but I mean, maybe if you're sending them to someone that the deal is sealed. Oh, I'm yeah. Talking for, about definitely like a- for somebody. Yes. That I, I never sent unsolicited. Right. That's what yes. I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> This was never like something that's, well, she's kind of on the fence, but this will bring her around. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm not getting that. I don't understand the compulsion to like, hey, I'm seven inches. Look at this fucking piece of meat. And then uh, just a disembodied cock on a yeah. cum stained fucking, sh- you know, uh, uh, commander's chair, gamer chair. Yeah, you know, just oh, that's sexy. Mm, That's super. Yeah, super sexy. That's like, uh, I guess, I guess, vag pics just don't really happen unless you uh, 
are already sealed the deal, so to speak, either. I've never heard of getting unsolicited badge picks. Ever, never. Yeah, maybe like like a cleavage picture. Yeah. You know, but usually like that really only happens in like stories. I don't think that happens. Well, <laughs> you know, the thing is like, I'm not the guy it happens to. I'm just going to put it to that. I'm not True. the guy it happens to. Maybe it happens to guys all the time. If so, man, enjoy it. But uh, drop us happening. a line and let us know what it's like. Yeah, I'd love to hear about it, man. Storytime with Tom and Mike at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, that's not happening to me. Never was, never gonna. Yeah, I've, I've, I mean, I, I be honest with you, it's been quite a while since any of that has been uh, offered up. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. It's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you have a story about some masturbation going wrong as well. I don't want to talk about that. You don't want I've, to talk about I've, that? I've already talked about that on the on the show and I regret it deeply. On the topic of masturbation, there was a man who reportedly masturbated so hard that his lung ruptured and ended up in the ICU. We've all gone for it. Everybody knows that there's just sometimes you throw all take out all the pull out all the stops that's what i meant to say yeah and you just you just go for it with reckless abandon yeah get yourself out of breath and everything else but thankfully never punctured my lung never never to injury yeah hopefully never to injury like one time i think I, i i pulled a muscle in my stomach and i thought that i was having a goddamn hernia (laughs) um that sucked and i was like okay i'm getting old (laughs) hurt myself jerking off you know but (laughs) um never to like the need for like intensive medical care no no i mean i i've 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 skinned my unit whilst doing it because i was masturbating too frequently when i was much younger oh yeah but that was probably about the worst of the things that could possibly happen walking around with a sore pecker because you can't keep your hand off of it it's terrible well, yeah, but it's an object lesson in, in self-control. You know? <laughs> well, yeah. well, yeah, eventually, is. yes. Because <laughs> you're a little, when you're like 13, 14, 15, you're a little horned up devil monkey, you know? You don't, you, you, don't wanna... like, you don't even need an excuse to whack no. off. No, no, anything, anything can set you off. Like a girl's voice, a picture on a, of, a, of a, a foot. I mean, anything can be a the lingerie a section foot. of the petty sky, Penny's catalog. Oh, without not without saying. Yeah. Yeah. Even though she's a major in the last 45 and probably hey. not as attractive as you recall. I remember I had like there was this gag gift or this novelty gift like catalog that I had. It was my first source of like what I would call porn. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And in my memory, what it was is it was like a a joke adult tie on on the inside was a print of like a what you would call uh, un unkindly a bimbo, you know, bolted on tits, big fake lips, the whole mm-hmm. nine yards, big hair, all that. I knew some people that had ties like that. I never had one though. And I in my memory they were naked, 
but I, I think maybe they were just really, really skimpy, like, like bathing suits. Um, Cause I, the rest of the catalog was, you know, it was like for kids, but I don't think it was necessarily like an X-rated catalog where they could just do that. Then again, this was the eighties. So who fucking knows, but I had that little page hidden under my radiator in my bedroom and mm-hmm. like every now and then I'd pull it out and look at it and be like, what are these strange and funny feelings I'm feeling? You know? Oh my God. You know where I hid like the first porn that I ever had? I rolled it up and I stuck it inside of the towel rod because <laughs> you could take like the towel rack apart in the bathroom. Like, like yeah. I went to like such extremes to hide that stuff when in reality I could have literally stuck it underneath my stereo or something like that. And I would no able to get to it much easier. Yeah. I wouldn't have been in the bathroom furiously shaking a, a, a metal rod trying to get my, 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 uh, it, it was probably just the pictures from the advertisements in the back of the magazine, to be quite honest, it was the first things that I really got my hands on, you know, and then it was all creased up and shit. <laughs> when I was, when I was, this is so funny. When I was in the army, when I was in my AIT unit, uh, you weren't really allowed to have porn because you were in training and it was considered like something where you know, I, I don't know. I, technically, I don't think you're supposed to have it at all for some reason. But, I mean, I kind of I kind of get it. It's like uh, unprofessional, I guess. Yeah, it's unbecoming of a soldier, you know, but I mean, we're human beings anyway. So there was I still this, have urges, sir. There was this community porn stash hidden under uh, above the ceiling tiles in the hallway of our barracks because we had a barracks that was separate from the rest of the unit and the 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 unit we started out in the the building that we started out in uh was like right in front of the cq desk so everything we did you know was monitored and could be seen and we had to check Mm -hmm. in and out to leave the building and all this shit well the building across the 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 patio on the other side of the, the the squad area was um not manned in any way it was no fire guard there was none of that shit and it was like college dorms so we fucking all had our doors hanging open we blast music fucking hey i'm gonna take one of the pornos man all right just don't fucking get come on it's stupid you know shit like that <laughs> and um it, it was it was fun I, it was a fun like because it was all people i had known for the last nine months who'd been there with me We'd all been through bullshit together. We had many of us had dated the same girl at different times. So we all had like stories and like fond memories and shit. And it was just like, oh, yeah, you know, like, like, remember that time such and such did this shit? Like, remember that time Wachowski ran straight into the fucking wall and split his head open because he was trying to jump Valdez. (laughs) And Valdez just took a step back and Wachowski hit the wall. And I am not changing names because I'm pretty sure that those guys have disappeared to the wind anyway. <laughs> yeah. All my old army buddies. <laughs> I, I lost track of them all. Not all of them, but the ones that were in my class. So this poor lad that punctured his lung masturbating, he did turn out okay, right? Uh, as far as I know, yes. Um, let's see. Yeah, he was fine. Uh, says he had a swollen neck and cr- crackling crepitations. Computed tomography, tomographic 
scans of the chest and neck showed profound SPM. I don't know what whatever that, that is. For. Yeah. Um, and subcutaneous emphysema, which is when air gets trapped in the tissues beneath the skin that reach up from the base of the skull. Holy shit, that sounds unpleasant. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say, but uh, it says over three days, he was treated for chest pain and given antibiotics before being dismissed. Hmm. Yeah. He was dismissed to like, get the fuck out. The, uh, there are only a few reports of SPM related to sexual activity, and we cannot find any cases associated with autoeroticism, which makes this case unusual, uh, wrote the treating doctors. Those few reports included the case report of a cannabis smoker who engaged in vigorous sexual intercourse, a 21-year-old Illinois man who ingested ecstasy before having sex, and a 21-year-old man who became gradually breathless during sexual intercourse. Huh. Wow. Man. It's bad to be young. I guess. In these cases. I guess so. Pussies. <laughs> when I was That's a young right. man, we collapsed a young, we, a lung, we kept fucking. <laughs> if you like story time with tom and mike or our let's play channel gaming with tom and mike please consider contributing to our patreon for only one dollar a month you'll receive access to bonus content such as lost segments from the podcast unaired gaming videos behind the scenes audio and video sketches and more just go to www.patreon.com tom and mike thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show I got one here for you that I, I still I cannot believe that this actually happened in real life and that people that are supposed to be intelligent were involved in this. There was apparently very recently a wild rabid fox loose on the U.S. Capitol grounds. And a congressman got bit by it. Mm -hmm. And so did like nine other people. Yeah got got uh accosted in some way shape or form now i will tell you this does not have a happy ending because you know what happens to animals when they have rabies or they think they have rabies yeah they have to euthanize them that's just the way that it goes unfortunately so it ended up with the euthanization of this female fox and i believe three of her kits yeah that's if the I'm part not that mistaken, breaks my which heart was, which was sad yeah that's the part that breaks my heart you but uh, this representative, Ami Barry, ends up getting bit. I still don't understand how. I know that, like, the fox was probably, well, well, not probably, the fox was acting unusual and so forth. But, I mean, even, like, if I were to walk out my door right now and see a fox that was, like, wandering towards me or something unusual like that, I'd be like, get the fuck away from me and running in the house. Now, and calling the authorities to come and, and get it because I knew that it was sick. Now, let me say this. Obviously, yes. But you and I both live in the country. And, you know, you also know what signs to look for. What about someone who spent their whole life in the city? I would think if I were living in the city, I had no other information. I would assume it was was rabid by default. Yeah, I mean, I've never lived around rhinos, but I fucking know that if there's one running towards you, you get the fuck out of the way. Right. You know, like yeah. it, it shouldn't. It, this doesn't feel like something that's yeah. that is really that difficult to understand. You need it's to be like, like you need to be like Disney princess level naive 
to to go up to like a, a raccoon or a fox. You're like, oh, you know, like and not One expect it to maul you. I yeah. recall that uh, where I used to work at, there were some guys who were feeding a squirrel candy, chocolate, uh-huh. oh, and were good. surprised when one of them got bit. Yeah, you know. Again, dude, it's a wild animal. Yeah. I don't care if it's a fucking squirrel or a rabbit or anything. Everything out there is trying to live its life and do its own thing without you interfering with it. And why do you got to fuck with nature every time you see it? Like, oh, I got to touch that thing. I got to have that. I got to feed that that squirrel chocolate. Chocolate is definitely in their regular diet. Oh, oh yes, of course. Well, I got to have that as a pet. It doesn't matter that I won't be able to care for it and I'll abandon it on the side of the road in six months. And it's an invasive species. <laughs> like a fucking ocelot. There's like an ocelot problem in upstate New York because all these rich assholes would like it. Oh, mommy, I want an ocelot. Ocelots okay. are beautiful. They're beautiful animals, but the care, you need to care for that thing as a professional on yeah. a constant basis that the animal is far too intelligent first of all to be trapped in a house it needs lots of room to run it mm-hmm. needs to be able to hunt because it is a predatory animal and finally it is not something that can be domesticated easily or at all it's still i wouldn't think at animal. all yeah i mean even ones that are hand reared by people at rescues and so forth are still feral Listen, I For have the a, most part, you know, even if they're not, I have a cat who is the sweetest thing in the world, but you catch him the wrong way. He'll tear into you. And he's just a little guy. So, you know, I'm not talking. I'm not even talking about Simon. I'm talking about zero. You know, he's the chillest cat there is. But yeah, yeah. I've never I've never noted him. I noted him. <laughs> he, he I've never noted him to have any kind of aggressive behavior. One time I was petting him and I kind of slipped my hand under to his belly and he bit me because he's like, whoa, dude, not back there. And it was just Mm -hmm. happened so damn fast. But um, yeah, you know, that's a small cat. If you have an ocelot and it decides that it's not your friend right now, it's not just going to. uh, It's not just going to bite you. It's not going to give you a little scratch. It's going to tear your fucking arm open. Yeah. Even if it doesn't mean to hurt you, it's acting on instinct and it's a fucking praying. It's a predator cat. It's a hunting cat. You don't fucking play around with hunting cats. That's stupid. No, no. I'd be like, that'd be like pulling a bobcat's tail. Yeah. Yeah. It's dumb. It's, it's just, it's naivety. And it's like, oh, I'm going to make friends with this animal. Cause I'm like, you know, in one with nature <laughs> and shit. And later you're I'm a the, cat whisperer, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, I get it. Like, hi, I'm Jackson Galaxy. Here's my guitar case. You know, and inside <laughs> he just pulls out a blow dart gun. He's <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Jackson Galaxy. Why does that There's, name sound familiar to me? He's the guy from My Cat from Hell. Oh, is that is that what that guy that guy's even I mean, he's got a weird look all the way around. I didn't well, expect him to have a weird name, too. He looks like about three or four different failed bassists all rolled <laughs> into one. <laughs> he's undoubtedly a nice guy, but his look is very 
Maybe throw in the lead singer to ministry too while you're at it. <laughs> well, I can't think of his name. Al Jorgensen. Al Jorgensen. That's right. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, if his look works for him, I mean, I, it's pretty much permanent anyway. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Got that uh, facial tattoo beard thing going on. <laughs> I wouldn't choose it, but you know, if someone wants to do that, cool. You know, if I can dig it, if it's you, it's you, you know, I'm not one to judge as long as it's not like some offensive symbol or something meant to instigate, you know, hate in people, you know, like if it's like a swastika or something, fuck you, wherever it is on your body. But if you want to have like vampire vampire fangs, cool, do it. I think it's cool hey, shit. I think it's cool yeah. shit, personally. I just I think that stuff looks kind of cool. I, I'm not like party to the uh, the ones that um, like get the subdermal. Uh, yeah, that looks really uncomfortable stuff. to me. That looks like that shit would hurt and would just be miserable to deal with. I get headaches already. I couldn't imagine yeah. having a piece of steel underneath my skin pressing against my skull. Right. Well, and if you bang it against something or and I would. And yeah, you totally would. And, and I mean, it's just like it gives me body horror vibes the whole way around, like those weird mm. donuts people put in their foreheads and stuff. And yeah, like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like to me, I'd reach up and be like, oh, fuck, my head's all fucked up. You know, it'd give me fucking panic attack. I had problems when my teeth stopped closing together perfectly and I'm because of erosion. And it's like, I would get panic attacks just not being able to close my jaw properly. So I can't imagine reaching up in the night and feeling some horn or protrusion, you know. Mm. But if you want to look like that, no, you know, thank you for me. There's, there's, but different strokes for different folks. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that some of the weirdest looking people by choice are sometimes some of the nicest people who the coolest people like you, you find out like there's a reason why they wear that, you know, that's their real self. Like, you know, like they, they didn't ever find a, a, a home in society. So they made one for themselves. They made a look and a, mm-hmm. a vibe and they made it work. You know, and that's, I think that's pretty fucking courageous, actually. And you dig it. Pretty courageous. But yeah, uh, what's not courageous is is getting bit by a fox. No. Not courageous at all. Ladies and gentlemen, if you see a fox wandering around looking to interact with people, it's sick. Yeah. Run the other way. Yeah. By nature, they will run away from you, not approach you. Yes. They're deranged and sick and they will bite you. And they then you're going to get a whole fuck ton of shots in your ankles and shit. Yeah, like your ankles and your buttocks and your forearm and everything. I mean, at least they don't have to do the rabies shots in your stomach anymore. Yeah, with that gigantic fucking needle that you only see in movies. Yeah, <laughs> really, really, really big one. Yeah. This will sting a little. <laughs> this is going to hurt just a little. All right, you ready a dowel to bite down on? <laughs> it's time again everyone for the D guessing game 
this is uh, a game where Mike, who is essentially um, ignorant to the rules and background stuff of Dungeons and Dragons, will be presented with the names of wizard spells and other types of spells from the fifth edition handbook of Dungeons and Dragons put out by Wizards of the Coast. And he gets to try and tell me what that spell does. And I get to inform him on whether or not he was correct. So we will start with what's that? Dancing lights. Dancing lights. Um this is going to be um a spell that allows you to do that rave shit with the light sticks and everything, but without <laughs> actually having to use your hands. Ah. So they they dance around by themselves. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a cantrip. It's a level which is a below level one spell that pretty much casts no spell points. It's an evocation spell. You create up to four torch-sized lights within range, making them appear as torches, lanterns, or torture, torches, lanterns, or glowing orbs that hover in the air for the duration. You can also combine the four lights into one glowing, vaguely humanoid form of humanoid shape of medium shape size. Whichever form you choose, each light sheds a dim, a dim light in a 10-foot radius. As a bonus action on your turn, you can move the lights up to 60 feet in the air or into a new spot within range. The light must be within 20 feet of one another, uh, of another light created by this spell, or the spell will wink out. Uh, it requires hmm. a bit of phosphorus or witchwood or a glowworm. Uh, good old witchwood. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Hallucinatory terrain. Hallucinatory terrain. Uh, This is kind of like if you could imagine an oasis. This is where you trick somebody into thinking that there is something in front of them, but there isn't it's not actually there okay so like you make them think that there's a wall and a door in front of them but there's no wall or a door or you make them think that there's a mountain and there's no mountain yeah i'm being serious on this one (laughs) all right this is a fourth level illusion spell requiring a stone a twig and a bit of green plant you make a natural make natural terrain in a 150 foot cube in range look sound smell and, and in some other way uh, uh look like a natural terrain thus open fields or a road can be made to resemble a swamp a crevasse or some other difficult or impassable terrain a pond can be made to look like a grassy meadow a precipice like a gentle slope and a rock strewn gully to look, gully to look wide and like a wide smooth road manufactured structures equipment and creatures in the area aren't changed in appearance the tactile characteristics of the terrain are unchanged, so creatures entering the area are likely to see through the illusion. If the difference isn't obvious by touch, a creature examining the illusion can ex- attempt an intelligence role uh, to disbelieve it. A creature who discerns the illusion for what it is sees it as a vague image superimposed on the terrain. So basically, you were right in a so way. I wasn't too terribly far off in, um, in the most basic of terms. It's kind of like when uh when the roadrunner paints uh yeah. a tunnel 
on the cavern wall and Wiley Coyote slams into it because he thinks that it's an open cave. And that would have been a better visual for that. Yeah. 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 All right. Zone of truth. Zone of truth. This one puts down a circular area that you can control that if somebody happens to walk through it or you could put it on them forces them to tell you the truth about something yeah you're absolutely right actually that is 100 correct it's a second level enchantment spell in which uh you create a magical zone that guards against deception within a 15 foot radius sphere centered on the point of your choice within range until the spell ends, a creature that enters the spell's area for the first time or on a turn starts or on a turn or starts turn there must make a charisma saving throw. On a failed save, the creature can't speak a deliberate lie within the radius. You now know whether the you know whether the creature succeeds or fails, which means if they try to lie to you, you'll know that they're, they're lying because mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the infected creature is aware of the spell and can thus avoid answering questions which would normally respond to with a lie. Such a creature can be evasive with its answers as long as it remains within the boundaries of the truth. All right. Yeah. I think that's the first one that I've really gotten right. Yeah, you, you pretty much nailed it perfectly. All right. Shillelagh. Boy, howdy. This one. Um turns uh an ordinary piece of wood into an ass whooping stick <laughs> <laughs> but only if you're irish ah okay <laughs> so this is a cantrip it's a transmutation uh requiring a missile ro- mistletoe a shamrock leaf and a club uh, the wood of a club or quarter staff you're holding is bu- imbued with nature's power for the duration. You can use your spell casting ability instead of strength for the attack and damage rolls of melee attacks using that weapon. And the dam- weapon's damage die becomes a D8. Magic also becomes magical if it isn't already at the spell's end. You can cast again or you let go of the weapon or if you let go of the weapon. So you were right again. Because in... T- gaming terms if you're a spellcaster and you're using a weapon you're at a disadvantage this gives mm-hmm. you an advantage makes you better at the weapon so yes it makes it a whoop ass beaten piece of wood a whoop ass stick yep you're actually doing pretty goddamn good let's see what's next how about uh here we go Otto's irresistible dance so there's this guy named Otto. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. And um, this allows you to do this this crazy dance that he does that that brings all the uh, kind of like your milkshake, all the boys to the yard, all the girls to the yard. Uh, it, it really whatever you prefer, perhaps perhaps furries. I don't know. But uh, this dance makes you irresistible. <laughs> and um, other people just just flock to you and, and they want to be with you, uh, you know, both um, physically and and in mental states. OK, so this is a six level enchantment spell. 
Uh, choose one creature that you can see within range. The target begins a comic dance in place, shuffling, tapping its feet, and capering for the duration of the spell. A dancing creature must use all of its movement to dance without leaving its space and has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws and attack throws. <laughs> while the creature, while the target is affected by the spell, other creatures have advantage on attack rolls against it. As an action, a dancing creature makes a wisdom saving throw to regain control of itself. On a successful spell, save, the spell ends. <laughs> yep. That's a pretty goddamn funny, like, mental image. <laughs> it's irresistible. I can't stop. All right, we got one more. Oh, this is a good one. Big B's hand. Big B's hand. So uh, this one here will, uh, if you're out in nature, will cause the uh, the bees in the area to turn into a giant hand that you can control and swat people with. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically swat people. Yes, <laughs> that's what you're going to do with that. So this is a fifth level evocation spell. <clears throat> you create a large hand of shimmering translucent force in an unoccupied space that you can see within range. The hand lasts for the spell's duration, and it moves at your command, mimicking the movements of your own hand. The hand mm -hmm. is an object that has 20 uh, armor class 20 and hit points equal that of your maximum. If it hits down to zero, the spell ends. It has a strength of 26, wow, and a dexterity of 10. The hand, does not, the hand doesn't fill its space. So I don't know what that means. When you cast the spell and as a bonus action on your subsequent turns, you can move the hand up to 60 feet and then cause one of the following effects to happen with it. Clenched fist, forceful hand, grasping hand, and interposing hand interesting can i can i get like a quarter of that one because i was you know with, yeah. the, with the hand thing you know yeah. that you, you okay cool yeah i mean that would be a forceful hand uh the forceful hand is a hand that attempts to push a creature in the direction you choose yeah so yeah. with a little slap yeah all right that was a that was pretty good you want to do one more sure all right one more number eight we already did Number two, Unseen Servant. Unseen Servant. Pretty sure that's a Nirvana song. <laughs> this is one where um, you can be real sly and become invisible and you can service people while you're in that state so they won't be able to see you while you're sticking things in their orifices and or jerking them off. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds kind of like rape, but okay. It's um, a little rapey. It's yeah. a little rapey. Uh, so that's a first level conjuration spell. This spell creates an invisible, mindless, shapeless medium force that performs simple tasks at your command until the spell ends. The servant springs into existence in an unoccupied space on the ground within range. Uh, once on each of your turns as a bonus action, you can mentally command the servant to move up to 15 and interact with an object. They can perform simple tasks that a human servant could do, such as fetching things, cleaning, mending, folding clothes, lighting fires, serving food, pouring wine, and presumably giving head. Yeah, uh, masturbating you. Yeah, certainly. I think if it can do all those other things, you can have yeah. to do that. Starting a fire is hard. Yeah. 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 Even if you're a magical being. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and uh, it only requires a bit of string and a piece of wood. A bit of string and a piece of wood. Yeah. Next time I've got string and a piece of wood, I'm going to try this. One of my one of my favorite stories that I found here as of late, this lovely Brazilian songstress who was hospitalized because she wouldn't fart in front of her partner. Yeah. So uh, Vivian de Caros per Pereira, I'm sure that I butchered her name, had to be hospitalized after her reluctance to fart in front of her significant other resulted in a dangerous gas buildup. You see, this is why I fart all the time, because I'm afraid of dangerous gas buildup. It says that she awoke at 5.30 a.m. with severe stomach pains and ended up in the hospital. And then apparently uh, she must have farted and uh, everything was okay afterwards. Look at the bong in the background on the video. (laughs) There's like a video on the page. It's like a New York Post addict. Or article, and <laughs> yeah. in the background you can see the dudes like in the mirror, and he's like fucking packing a bong. <laughs> I also like how they have then four other more on farts here. They they suggest four other articles here. I was hospitalized after holding farts in for two years around my boyfriend. Two years. She had to have been running around outside and farting. If you didn't fart for two years, I don't even want to know what would happen. 90 Day Fiance star. I make $50,000 a week selling my farts in a jar. Well, that doesn't actually surprise me. It just that doesn't surprise me, me at all. It just makes me really sad because I really can't participate in that marketplace. I just don't have, I don't have the what it takes. And what it takes is being a woman, unfortunately. I mean, I don't mean that, say that to mean sex, be sounding sexist, but yeah. I've only ever heard of women making a living doing that. Yeah, nobody and wants a dude's bottled up farts. I think it says more about guys than it says about the girls doing it. The girls are just yeah. taking place in a marketplace. It's Dudes the guys. Are gross. It's the yeah. guys that want it. That's, that's They're the gross. Yeah. As if you could really capture a fart in a jar anyways. No, I don't think, well. I, I would imagine th- it'd be incredibly difficult. I don't want to think about it all that much. I'm curious now whether you could actually capture a fart in a jar. I'm going to have to do a little research into this. Blown away, Camilla Parker Bowles can't stop talking about Joe Biden's long fart. Apparently, Joe Biden farted somewhere near Camilla Parker Bowles. That explains her face. Uh, (laughs) You know. (laughs) And the last one, excessive farting and burping could be a sign of depression, according to a study. They will study literally anything. You know, that's the worst thing, according to study. And then the study is like funded by the Burp and Fart Foundation. You know, it's like (laughs) like decidedly fucking uh, biased and non-scientific. Yeah, I just I can't wrap my head around that one. I mean, those are four uh, suggestions that they make to you. And uh, I got to be honest with you, I'm not going to look into any of them besides to see if you can put a fart in a jar. I really I really would. Uh, I really would like to know. But oh, oh, and there's also there there is a like a uh um a prologue to this story here uh 
where this young lady says, girls, don't be ashamed to fart in front of your guy because what's really embarrassing is not letting your guy sleep because you're in discomfort going to the hospital with your guy and the diagnosis being trapped farts. From now on, I'm letting them rip. I want to add to this. I meant to say epilogue, not prologue. uh, There is another prologue to this epilogue or whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, in September, a v- September video public service announcement, public popular TikTok doctor Karan Rajan warned people to never pass on passing gla- gas as otherwise the farts could come out your mouth. I don't think that's how that works. No, no, that's not how that works. I just I'm having a hard time believing that, you know, that the pipeline is that direct that the farts are going to come up through and you know back out your mouth although i've had some people whose breath has smelled like they may have farted through their mouth oh yeah i don't believe that uh i don't believe that that's possible doctor Dr. Karan tiktok doc tiktok yeah. doc so yeah you got your uh you got all your medical licensing from tiktok Man, fucking Dr. Oz wannabe. Oh, God, that guy. Anyways. Oh, but, I mean, I want to make a point here, which is that this is posted on the New York Post. True. And the New York Post, as we all know, is trash. It's a it's, rag. It's a rag. It's garbage. Yeah. It's completely biased reporting. And that's not to say that there are many unbiased reporting sources these days, especially in American media. But, you know, um, <laughs> if you're going to go for a, 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 a newspaper, may try something a little more in the center than the New York Post, which in a Venn diagram of right to left is so far on the right that it's almost on the left again because it's like laughing over to the other <laughs> side of the screen. It's that and you can see that they have up. nothing better to talk about than farts and yeah. Joe Biden farting. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, of course, it has to bring up Joe Biden. It wouldn't be if it was anybody else. No. Are you familiar with hostile architecture? I have actually heard of hostile architecture. Is that not where they they do and or build things with features in them to stop the homeless from sleeping on them? That is exactly right. And yes. or people who do it or uh, sorry and or businesses that do it to keep pigeons off of their stuff and mm-hmm. and everything i mean there's there's a couple different uh, variations to it yeah yeah and it has different practical applications but the one that i find the most i mean the one that i find offensive is the one that is to scare off homeless people mm-hmm. like i get you don't want them sleeping in front of your business but it's so dehumanizing these things you yeah, know, and, and they range from the very simple, which is just spikes lined out on a um, park bench so that you can't get comfortable laying back on it, mm-hmm. all the way to these sophisticated, scientifically designed hunks of concrete that are uneven in spaces. So there's no earthly way you can lay on it. You would just slide off. And you, there's no way that you could get take purchase or get comfortable your center of gravity would be all off and you'd be discombobulated it just wouldn't be possible and yet you can lean on it um and that brings me back to a very early episode of ours where we talked about the toilet that Mm -hmm. was designed to be uncomfortable 
to curtail people wasting time in the bathroom at their office in their workplace. <laughs> which you just got to hover. Yeah. So there's some hostile architecture for you as well. I don't, I don't know, man. I just don't, I, I guess it's probably something that's always existed in some form or another, mm-hmm. but I, I just don't, I don't like where it's going because it dehumanizes people who are homeless. I would, I would agree with that. I, I think that instead of spending my time and money on preventing homeless people from sleeping somewhere is providing places where they can sleep. Yeah, maybe maybe put some of that money that you put forth into that architecture to helping your uh, local shelter. Right. Yeah, maybe found some new shelters and have some air, common areas outdoors that they can call their own that mm-hmm. that they're not harming anybody because no one else is going there but the homeless. You know, they're citizens too. Just because they're not working doesn't mean that they shouldn't have some fucking dignity. It just, Truth. I don't know. It pisses me off the way we treat the homeless and, and well, the attitude. Just in general, have. it pisses me off how we treat each other. So that's the problem. Isn't it goes it? in the yeah. same. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really the problem. It, it, it's how we treat each other and it's how we treat ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. for that matter. Um, we, 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 we treat ourselves so poorly and so disrespectfully. Um, and we all do it, I think. I was just talking to uh, Brandon from Space Cloud about that today. It's like, you know, you, 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 you sort of, you look at, at what you do and what you're capable of and you're like, I'm not good enough, you know, and, and I don't deserve success. And, mm-hmm. and it's just something you have to beat out of your own head, you know. You really have to, you have to like not believe yourself when you, say that shit <laughs> yeah because you're gonna say it you know it'll happen yeah. you'll doubt yourself well, it's part of life i'm not gonna lie all day today i was wondering if i didn't want a podcast like there were a couple of times when i thought about bailing and and i'm thinking this is a pretty good po- episode so <laughs> yeah i'm glad i didn't but it's just about you know preserving and shit but that's totally off the topic we're talking about poor homeless people not being able to sleep because We've made some kind of modern day torture implement for them to sit on. You know, it's it's just uh, just distressing. It's true. It's true. This, this is a downer. Let's move on. All right. I got one for you here. And I don't know if you actually looked at this article when I sent it to you or not, but the guy's picture and his face. Oh, yeah. Just pulls the whole thing together for me it, it, it made me it made me chuckle to myself you know gas prices must be high when man blows up his home trying to convert meth to gasoline <laughs> which i don't even know if that's chemically possible i mean i no. would assume it's not no i'm pretty sure there's no way that you can turn meth into fucking gas he found a recipe with on online message boards and got the idea to turn meth into gas while on a seven day drug binge. Uh, just unbelievable. The article is literally a paragraph because they didn't need to put anything else in, but th- that little tidbit and his picture and in his picture, he looks like he came out of something that got blown up. Yeah. He looks, he looks like um, a, a, a cartoon character. Who just had a firecracker go off in his face? Yeah, 
He's just covered in soot, and his eyes have like this deadened ten thousand foot stare. They're just dead eyes. Well, you know, seven day drug binge, I imagine, would probably help you along with that one. And oh, yeah. uh, you know, oh, putting yourself probably... putting yourself into an unventilated space with meth and trying to cook it into gasoline. How do you do that? Like, I can't even. I mean. They're not even the same class of chemicals. Yeah, I wouldn't think that methamphetamine is the building block of gasoline. No. <laughs> He's like a modern day alchemist. I will spin this lead into gold. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Boom. <laughs> Boom. It's lucky he lived. Yeah. Yeah, that could have easily turned into a face-off scene from, from Breaking Bad. I like how they described him in the article as a, quote, novice meth cook. <laughs> Where do you go to become an expert meth oh, cook? Oh, okay, I get it. I misread meth school. this. So I misread this. Tyler Grimes', is Grimes is a novice meth cook with no knowledge of chemistry except for the recipes he found while on online message boards. So he didn't get the idea to turn it into gasoline from the message boards. He oh, had you know what? I misread that too. He had the idea on his own. What an enterprising young man. He was sitting I around, mean, sitting around watching the fucking earth shake around him, sure that someone was spying on his penis. Um, and, and, and said to himself, you know what makes a lot of money these days is gasoline. I'll bet I can make it from meth. Because it's sure, <laughs> hey, hey, it's got to work. It makes me go. <laughs> I question the validity of this uh, of this article just a little bit as I'm looking down through the related articles that they want you to look at uh, right now. So oh, yeah. I don't Walt, know. Walt Disney's frozen body has thawed after cryogenics facility loses power. Reanimation now impossible. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. Walmart's to start offering 30% off entire store for people weighing over 300 pounds on select Sundays. Oh, that's a nice one there. Biden calls for Cracker Jacks to be removed from all store shelves until they remove Cracker from their name. (laughs) 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 That might be one one of my favorite conspiracy theories that I've read here as of late. I'm not even going to click on that. But then the one underneath of it says Lester Manson claims his cousin Charlie Manson was funded by the Kennedys. And the dude looks exactly like Charlie Manson. Strong family resemblance. As I'm just scrolling through all these um, ads and stuff, which there seemed to be no end to. It seems like more and more just appear as you continue to scroll. There's literally 90 ads on this page. And um, I'm like recognizing pictures mm-hmm. from like, you know, like memes and shit. Man loses penis and suffers ter- terrible frostbite after having sex with snow creatures. <laughs> snow Man creatures. regrets making love to a sea clam when his face swells shut. <laughs> <laughs> Woman dubbed the assassin passes a silent but deadly fart in church. One dead, three others wounded. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I'm I'm doubting the validity of the uh, of the gas from meth thing now that I've looked at it a little bit closer. Yeah. It just caught my attention and made me chuckle. This, yeah, it says not quite daily, not quite news at the top. I'm pretty sure this is a joke. <laughs> Damn it, I really wanted that one to be real. Well, I think I am a fan now of this page all the same. <laughs> Subscribe. We got these little slider burgers. You know what sliders are. Everybody knows what sliders are. Yeah. And we're eating them. And I was told that they were Wahlburgers. Are you aware of the whole Wahlburgers thing? Uh, are these like burgers made by Donnie Wahlburger? Made by uh, the Wahlberg family. They have a oh, restaurant really? called Wahlburgers. I call them Donnie Wahlburger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Donnie I think Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg is yeah, Donnie Wahlberger. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that that their their younger brother of uh, Donnie and Mark Wahlberg is a chef. Okay, and uh, makes these gourmet burgers. And so we had them last night. I got to say, I don't quite one hundred percent understand the whole slider thing, but they were pretty good. They were pretty good. I don't think that they necessarily were, um, you know, something to write home about as far as their seasoning went. I probably done better by meat by sticking Montreal seasoning on them from McCormick. But uh, overall, uh, it was a pretty enjoyable experience and strange to eat uh, three little hamburgers instead of one regular size one. I've never really had many experiences in life in terms of food where I felt compelled to write home about them. Oh, I, I definitely have had something that made me go, I would write home about this if I, you know, was so inclined to uh, to use the antiquated um, medium of writing a letter and sending it through the mail. The yeah. mail! The mail! And I would love to continue talking about this, but I just looked at the time and we are out of time, so that's going to be a story for another time! Thank you for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like the false hope that this guy with his with his blackened face and dead-eyed stare actually did try to convert meth into gasoline. Now I'm a little disappointed because I know that it's not true. Sorry, folks. Wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah.